Hi, welcome to Positively Positive. If you're new here, I go by Sam and I have genital herpes, HSV2. Today I'm talking about disclosing my status to my friends. In my dealing with diagnosis episode, I highly suggested doing this, but if you've listened to that one, you know that I hadn't taken that step yet. That's changed and I'm finally getting around to talking about it here. At this point, I've told everyone who I want to know, my close friends who I knew would be okay with it and support me, and one close friend I was absolutely terrified to tell. This is really just an episode about me and my life. You'll get to know me a bit better, and if you're looking for advice on how to disclose, listen to episode 10. I walk you through disclosure step by step, but this is kind of just a personal episode. And it's basically a love letter, which I've never done before. Except for that one time I fell in love with my windsurfing instructor in Cuba and wrote him a drunken, tear-stained love letter that probably smelled like tequila and sunscreen. So let's get to it. (laughs) Let's talk about herpes, baby. First off, I want to acknowledge how... Oh god. Okay, I'm already emotional. (laughs) How grateful and thankful I am for the relationships in my life. I have incredibly strong friendships. I had them before herpes, and I still have them after herpes. I'm 28, and I don't keep people in my life if they don't add value to it. I've seen what that looks like, to keep undeserving, unhealthy people in your life. I saw it my entire childhood. Heyo, childhood trauma, what's up? So I've always been very selective with who I let stick around in my life, long before herpes. Some people think I'm guarded. I know I can be a little tricky to get to know, but I can confidently say that my best friends fucking love me. And I love them. My friends are my family. So, before I told my friends, I had to process my diagnosis myself. I am not saying this is the healthiest way to go about it but it's pretty fucking typical of me to handle shit all on my own and figure it all out before letting anyone else in. But I did get therapy a few months in because herpes was not the only thing crashing down in my world at that time, but it was the straw that broke the camel's back. So I got into that and I threw myself into the online herpes community, this whole world of Instagram herpes educators and sexual health advocates once I actually found them which took, I think, three-ish months? Well after I'd started this podcast. I didn't know that people like that existed when I was diagnosed. I didn't even think to look on Instagram. And I've made very real friends online and gained so much knowledge and support and I've been able to provide the same for others. And that was good enough for a while. And then it wasn't. I hit a fucking wall one day, right out of the blue. To help you understand, I have to explain my family dynamic a little bit. So my family is very conservative, very Christian, they don't know that I've ever been in a relationship. I never got the talk when I was younger. It's basically a don't ask, don't tell family. So when I'm around my family, I don't feel like my whole self. I never really have, long before herpes. I also work in the arts, and most of my family is very academic, very one-path career-minded. I like to say that I'm a recovering academic. 
<laughs> you're a nurse or a teacher and that's what you do your whole life. They don't really understand my lifestyle, why I'm always working on different projects for different companies, why don't I just have a steady job that I go to every day from 9 to 5 like a normal person. So they don't get my career, they don't get my relationships because we don't talk about relationships or romance or physicality or sexuality. We have very different ideologies, I'm just a different person than anyone in my immediate or extended family. But. When I'm with my best friends, oh, <laughs> your girl is her whole self, and I love that feeling. But after I had accepted my herpes diagnosis and worked through my feelings around it, I started feeling the way I feel around my family when I was with my friends. Like I was hiding something, like I was censoring myself, I wasn't being my whole self anymore, and that was a fucking horrific feeling to have around the people closest to me who actually really truly knew me that's when I hit that fucking brick wall when that feeling was too much for me to keep inside I was at the beach one evening with one of my friends let's call her E just keep that in mind and something in me just changed like a light switch she noticed it, and she asked me if I was okay, and I just got really quiet and didn't really feel like being out anymore. I went full sad boy on her with no explanation. I was driving us back home that evening, and I just started crying in the car. Not because I had herpes, but because I had a part of my life that I wasn't sharing with her. I don't cry easily, I don't cry in front of people. Well, actually, I cry a whole lot more now because having herpes taught me how to actually process my emotions and not be an ice queen all the time, which is very healthy. Crying is fucking awesome, bro. But as far as she knew, I was just randomly crying. For the first time, I couldn't hold it in. And then I started laughing hysterically because I realized she had no idea what was happening and I'm behind the wheel just full on having a psychotic break, crying and laughing and she's probably scared for her life which made me laugh even more. So you know, just a full on production. E is also the one friend closest to me who I was actually scared to tell. I'd been telling guys that I had herpes for months. I'd disclosed in person, on the phone, left, right, and center on Tinder. I didn't give a fuck, because if they weren't interested, I never had to see or talk to them again. I took a deep breath every time I did it, I put my game face on, but that was easier than telling the people I actually cared about, who were actually in my life long term, especially her. Hmm. We will get to why that is in a minute, but she wasn't the first person I told after my little breakdown. Honestly, it was a breakthrough and I'm very grateful for it. So I mentioned I work in the arts. A woman I've worked for on and off doing a bunch of different things for over the years has kind of become this weird, amazing presence in my life and I find it hard to label our relationship. Sometimes she's a mentor, a friend, an employer, a travel buddy, just a fucking fellow woman. She's the first non-boy, non-internet, non-therapist person I told. And I told her in part because I knew she would be supportive as a human being, and I knew she would be proud of me for creating and producing my own podcast and sending it out into the world as a piece of art, which is what I've done. 
but it's my life, so that can get a bit weird, but I guess that's just what being an artist in this world is. And we need artists. <laughs> oh god, my entire industry crashed in 2020. Please send help. I don't have a job or a gig for the foreseeable future. Hashtag all caps. Save the arts. Okay, back to my original point. I told her I had herpes. Actually, I didn't. I just sent her my website. So fucking dramatic. Herpespositivelypositive.com if you didn't already know. And I will say... Dramatic is not the way I suggest approaching disclosure usually, but it worked for me in this context. And she told me how proud of me she was. I think she got a bit emotional and it fucking felt amazing. I had her full support as a human being, like a weight off of my shoulders who's next. Your girl had started her world tour of VIP disclosure. So, my oldest friends. Our two girls I met in college and moved across the country with. We've spent basically our entire 20s together. We went through a lot of our firsts together. First apartment, first big city. I moved out when I was 19 years old and I did it with these two absolute fucking gems. We've had ups and make no mistake, <laughs> we have had downs, but I knew these bitches weren't going anywhere just because I had herpes now. I actually told them very early into my diagnosis that something had happened. Well, they knew something was up with me, but they never pried too much. They know I tell them stuff when I'm ready. So I told them something happened, but that they weren't allowed to ask me questions about the details, but I needed their emotional support. Which is a fucking weird and vague thing to say, but at the time, I just did not have the tools to talk about it. My therapist was actually shocked. She was like, wait, they didn't ask for any details? I was like, nah, I told them they couldn't. She was like, wow, you have really good friends. I was like, yes, bitch, we've established that. <laughs> so fast forward, normally I would have told them together because we're a trio, but one recently moved far away into the mountains and I had no idea when I was going to have them both together in person again and I wanted this to be an in-person conversation. So we'll start with the one in the same city as me. I went over to her house, we had some wine, and I told this bitch what was up. <laughs> okay, it wasn't that crass, I think I cried. Not because of my diagnosis, but because I was so relieved to not be hiding anything, anything 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 wow how many times am i gonna say that <laughs> so relieved to not be hiding anything anymore from this person who knows and loves me she had recently i think the week before opened up to me about something big in her life that again i knew something was up with her and had been for a very long time but i never wanted to push until i did because i'm a pusher i push people I pushed my husband into law school, that was a bust. I pushed myself into working three jobs, and now I'm gonna push you. Okay, if I don't stop there, I will quote the entire movie. For those of you who, for some reason, have never seen the greatest movie on the face of the earth, you can just Google that. The point is, my friend had opened up to me recently, and I knew it was time for me to do the same. I told her I had herpes. And she was amazing, just like I knew she would be. She said she knew other people with it and that she was so glad I was telling her. Now, me being me, 
I had to tell her in the most dramatic way and had a complete unveiling of the podcast. And I remember her just laughing hysterically, like, of course you have a damn podcast about it. This is the most you thing I have ever seen in my life. And (laughs) we drank wine and laughed and cried. She opened up to me about some other things that she had been dealing with on her own. And I was able to be there for her. I never want this kid to go through anything on her own. And it broke my heart that she had never told me some of this stuff. But because I had opened myself up, because I was vulnerable, I made it safe for her to do the same. Guys, I think my heart grew three damn sizes like the fucking Grinch that night. My point is, being vulnerable with people that love you is so powerful. Something she told me about that I didn't have a lot of knowledge or awareness on, I was able to understand much better. It's BPD, which stands for Borderline Personality Disorder. And don't worry, she gave me the AOK to talk about this. So two weeks later, another friend opened up to me about their BPD diagnosis. They actually disclosed it the way I do not recommend disclosing anything. They had all sorts of negative disclaimers before they said it and literally thought I was going to stop talking to them and run for the hills. They were already saying goodbye. But because I already knew all about it, I was so well equipped to handle it and their disclosure was so much easier than they thought. I was like, hey, I actually am really familiar with that. My friend has it. That does not change the way I see you at all. We're good here. I'm not going anywhere. Which is exactly what can happen when you tell someone about your herpes status in a positive way. The next person that comes along in their life is going to have it so much easier. My friend telling me about BPD and educating me on it made someone's life who she didn't even know so much easier. Some beautiful angel goddess woman had already educated a guy I disclosed to on herpes. I don't know who that girl is, but she made my life a lot easier. The chain reaction of healthy vulnerability is so real and happens so quick. Plus, my friend with BPD learned a whole lot about herpes and sexual health, and I love that. If I have to know all this annoying shit, my friends are going to be right there with me. Okay. Next stop on the world tour! Mountain Girly. Like I said, having this conversation in person wasn't really an option, so I told this bitch, (laughs) I should really stop calling my friends bitches. Eh, whatever, I can say it, other people can't. I told her to video call me when she had some time. She did that same day. We talked for two hours. A little bit of backstory. The week I was diagnosed, she was in town visiting. It was an unplanned trip. She had no reason to come. She didn't know what was going on with me. No one did. But some fucking divine miracle brought this incredible woman back to me at a time when I needed her. She told me later on on the phone that the second I walked into the establishment where we were meeting our friends that day, she knew something was wrong. And I knew that day that she knew something was wrong. There's a really intense connection you get from being friends with someone since you were 17. We even shared a bedroom in our first apartment for almost a year. Two queen beds, two dressers, it was tight, I think she wanted to murder me, but that does something to a friendship. 
I've drunkenly thrown up countless times on this bitch. She knows me inside and out. The two of us went to brunch the next morning of her visit, and she told me that I looked sad in the eyes. This bitch was reading my fucking soul. We talked about that on the phone, and she was like, I have never in my life seen the soul-crushed look behind someone's eyes that I saw in you that day. I knew you were not okay. Keep in mind, I was on my first outbreak, I had just started Valacyclovir, I was still in pain, I could not look in the mirror, I was barely functioning as a human being. So, when I did end up telling her what that was all about, she was absolutely amazing and supportive, she thanked me for telling her, she was there for me, she was perfect, just like the other member of our trio was. She already had another friend with herpes, obviously, everyone does if they don't already have it themselves. And I literally couldn't ask for better friends. I've had ups and downs with both these girls, we have had bad periods in our friendship, we get fucking annoyed with each other, but they are my ride or dies, and me telling them I had herpes now only cemented that bond even further and took our friendship to an even deeper level. That was exactly what happened when I told the next person. Again, I knew this friend would be supportive. She's someone who I met when we were both new to the city. We both had similar interests. She's just an absolute rock star, incredibly smart and ambitious, and I really, really trust her. I did want to address a comment that she'd made in the past regarding STIs, which I myself am not innocent of, and I only remembered those conversations after I was diagnosed. But she was amazing when I told her. 100% supportive, 100% loving, just like I knew she would be. We both acknowledged that any previous comments we'd made weren't serious and came from a lack of education and exposure to healthy conversations about this stuff. Something I've noticed, the more I talk about STIs with people, is that when someone makes a rude or offhand comment or joke about STIs, it's usually the person they're talking about that they have personal issues with. They don't like that person because of shady shit that person has done to them or those around them. It's not about the STI. It's about that person being a shit person and then the STI label gets thrown in there on top. But it never seems to be the root of the comment or rudeness or saltiness or whatever it is. I hope that makes sense. It's like, what I've observed is that SCI comments are collateral damage used against people who are shitty. And because I'm not a shitty person, I'm here to change that narrative and make sure myself and everyone around me doesn't use the SCI label as a topping for rotten ass, moldy ass cupcake humans. In fact, shitty people don't get to be cupcakes at all. They can be scones. Because I don't really like scones. They're dry and crumbly and they make a mess and you have to clean up for them. Fuck scones. Sorry if you like scones. (laughs) The point is, my friend was amazing. And again, she opened up to me about some stuff she was dealing with and I was able to be there for her. This is what friendship is for. Give and take, support, crying and laughing and bonding. Getting herpes literally made my friendships better. When I say vulnerability is a strength, that shit is not a joke. And I'm realizing now that not only is it a strength, but it's also the greatest gift. One that you can give 
over and over, and when you do, you receive it back tenfold. So, make the distinction between people you want to share that gift with, people you love and who love you, and those who don't. Trust your gut, trust your pussy if you have one, because our bodies know. Let me be very clear about one thing. Everyone I've mentioned so far, I had no doubt in my mind that they would accept my herpes status. I knew they would. It took me a minute to accept it myself and get around to telling them, but there was never any fear of abandonment or shaming. If you don't feel this way about the people closest to you, then maybe this is a good time to evaluate why. It's fucking harsh, I get it. But if you are scared to death that someone will leave your life because of this, that they will shame you, what exactly is it about that person that makes you feel that way? Are you actually comfortable in that relationship? I promise you, if this scares them away or makes them treat you differently, they are not worth being in your life in the first place. And ripping those roots out is going to suck ass. It's going to be messy and painful. But when we rip the roots of weeds out of our gardens, we make room for beautiful things to grow. Do not live your life in a garden full of weeds, please. It is too short and too precious. Now, let's get back to E. E is a beautiful flower who I love, and I did not want to rip her out of my garden of life. But I was scared to tell her that I had herpes. If she didn't want to stick around, if she got freaked out or weird about me touching stuff or sharing stuff or sitting on her couch, which is not how herpes works, but my paranoia was coming back a little bit, if she treated me differently, that would fucking suck. I was genuinely scared my diagnosis was going to change our friendship because I knew that I couldn't be friends with anyone who didn't accept it. I would have to cut that tie. I fucking worked hard to get my self-worth back and I wasn't gonna be sacrificing that or watering it down for a friendship. If I wasn't my whole self with my best friends, what the fuck was the point in having them? I don't want to just be a plain cupcake. I'm not a plain cupcake. I've got icing, food coloring, and sprinkles, baby. And herpes, yes, is one tiny sprinkle on the side of the icing. So if anyone wants boring-ass, plain-ass cupcakes, I'm not the girl for them. Thankfully, (laughs) my friends love cupcakes with all the toppings. So... Why the fuck was I so scared to tell her and none of my other friends? Well, she has a well-known to me, very real phobia of STIs. I knew this long before my diagnosis. I knew she was on top of her sexual health. I knew she got tested all the time. I knew this topic triggered her and freaked her out. We had talked about it many times over the years. And, unfortunately, I knew she knew someone else via social circles with herpes, because she had told me, and we had talked about this person who... (sighs) Okay, I'm 
really trying very hard to say this maturely and with grace for this person who did not approach romantic disclosure the way I do, who maybe hadn't accepted or fully dealt with their diagnosis, I don't know. Just someone who put a really bad taste in E's mouth as a representative of living with genital herpes. The taste of a scone. Not literally a taste in her mouth. There was no mouth involved. Well, maybe there was, but it wasn't ease. You know what? This train is derailing. The point is, <laughs> I know how to tell my best friend that I had the very thing she feared. She was also going through a bit of a rut patch herself. Rough patch, sorry. Um, yeah, she was going through a rough patch herself, and I didn't want to add to that. I didn't want to trigger her. I didn't want to push her over an edge. To be honest, I didn't want her to lose me either. Because we really supported each other. Okay, I'm just crying now. <laughs> but as much as I was trying to protect her, I couldn't live like this anymore. So, <laughs> okay, Whew, I got this. So I told her exactly that one night. I said, hey, I have something I've been wanting to tell you, and I've been holding off because it's a trigger topic for you, but it's part of my life, and you're a part of my life, so I want you to know. Again, just a super fucking dramatic, ominous way to start disclosure. I never tell potential sexual partners like this. I keep that very casual and light. I save all of my drama for my friends. Let's just be clear on that. <laughs> Her face was like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I told her. Ya girl has the herp herp. An STI, baby. Herpity derpity derp. Okay, that wasn't my exact wording. But I told her, and <laughs> I told her how it actually doesn't affect my body very much. And when it does, it's completely manageable. And then I'm actually really okay with having herpes. It's made me a better person. We talked for a few hours. I filled in all the blanks with the boys she knew about, the one who gave me herpes, my first disclosure, who ended up freaking out on me, shout out to episode 9, because she knew all about these boys. I had just left out the herpes part of those stories. And those stories made a lot more sense with all the details. She was like, oh my fucking lanta, everything makes so much sense now, which, let's be honest. Half the fun of having a dating life is telling your girlfriends about every detail of it. Hello to all the straight men listening. Yes, spoiler alert, we do tell each other everything. And yes, our friends do know what you're like in the bedroom, the sky is blue, and yes, your screenshots are shared in the group chat. It is what it is. E said to me, <laughs> like everyone else I told, that she knew some other people with herpes too. She thanked me for wanting to protect her and not trigger her, but that she was so glad I told her. And me doing so and talking about it in a positive light did more for her phobia than seven years of therapy. Which was really powerful to hear. At one point she was like, fuck it. Honestly, I just want herpes now so I can be part of your club and not live in fear anymore. Like, what do I have to show for my life? Nothing? Fuck that shit. <laughs> we laughed and while I don't think she was entirely serious, the fact that she was saying shit like that, I was like, okay, our friendship is going to be just fine. And it is. 
And when she listens to this, when all my friends listen to this, just know that I fucking love each of you to death and back, and I'm really thankful to have you in my life. Oh, God, this is the sappiest fucking episode I've ever done. But I love that for me. (laughs) And for anyone listening who hasn't told their loved ones, in case it wasn't clear, I really recommend it. And you only have to tell the people you want to tell. And if you have to weed that garden, don't wait. Life's too short. Do it now and keep watering your soil and planting seeds of knowledge and self-acceptance and self-worth and education because that will invite the right people into your life. I've ripped weeds out before. It fucking sucked. But I'm glad I did it. Thankfully, I didn't have to do it because of herpes. I've said before that while I'm chill with my diagnosis, I'd probably be okay being a slightly shittier person and not having herpes, but I can't say that anymore. Too much good has come from this. As wild as it may sound, I'm fucking grateful that I have herpes, because it has given me an unshakable sense of purpose, an unshakable sense of confidence, and y'all know, I was a bad bitch before, and not only that, Having herpes has deepened the relationships in my life. And really, what else is there? Love, purpose, joy, I've got all that. Life isn't always perfect, but herpes didn't ruin mine. And it definitely doesn't have to ruin yours. You get to decide what kind of cupcake you want to be. And you don't have to settle for scones. Thanks for listening. Share this link with anyone you think it would help, leave five-star reviews, and follow me on Instagram at Positively Positive Podcast. Check out the website, PositivelyPositivePodcast.com, for resources, tools, videos, and lots of amazing HSV content. If I've helped you and you'd like to say thanks, visit the support page for options, buy me a coffee, join the Patreon, or get yourself a Positively Positive sticker. If you just want to say hi, email me at PositivelyPositivePodcast at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail on Anchor. I'm out here, okay? I keep my real name private for now, but keep listening because that changes and it will always be me reading all your messages. You are not alone. I'm living positively positive and you can too. Thank you.